What's up, world? I am Thunder Thief, and today I'm talking about the third track on my new album, Past Amore. This one's called B. last little part this guitar part that uh, I was just noodling around on uh, Stormbreaker my name for my instrument and I really like playing guitar with my fingers a lot like as a bass player there's so much tone and inflection that you have in your fingers it's like do you use your fingers or do you use a pick do you strike the string hard do you strike the string soft Um, are you muting it like there's so many things that happen with your like attack hand that I like applying a lot of that thought process to the electric guitar and those first chords that you hear. just a collection of really beautiful chords that I put together. And uh, I have the progression repeat itself, but I switched the last two chords around uh, to extend it and make it, you know, an eight bar piece rather than a four bar loop. And I wrote that and then immediately I wanted to put some synth chords to it that were complementary and that same sort of dreamy, I say dreamy a lot, but that's, uh, I guess the last couple of years have sort of felt like this like weird dreamy space. So it makes sense that I tie it together like this, but just a complimentary synth chord to go with it. And I basically did uh, inversions of what the guitar chord was doing. having those together is really complimentary and I added one more synth layer with with different chords as well to lay on top and all three of those together just sounds so beautiful And so I really wanted this like depth of uh, chord voicings, like an orchestra was playing, but more of an orchestra that works in like the tones that I do and trying to have things feel familiar, but like the chords within each other are very different and are highlighted throughout a majority of this song. Like this is the root of what this song is. And it all stemmed from that guitar part. And as I, got all those chords together, I knew that I wanted a drum beat that 
would stay familiar but also change throughout the song. And I was just thinking about all of these great songs that have like a very consistent and groovy beat that doesn't have to change really all that much, but it's like the little things within it that really make it work. And so I ended up coming up with this drum beat. And that guy, there's a lot going on in there. And it sort of stems from that basic like kick and snare relationship, but this loop on top of that first section, I think really makes it. And that's just this drum loop that I found that I chopped up and um, made it go along with that basic kick snare pattern. And it's this really sharp and staccato like drum beat amongst these like long voiced chords that uh, I like the relationship of how the beat sat between the chords. And then it already had a lot of electronic sounds in there and in a ton of stuff, I have to make a decision of, do I want this to be a synth bass or a live bass? And sometimes I don't know until at the very end because the grooves I usually write are different between the two. Sometimes the bass line sounds better as a synth part versus playing it on the bass. And so um, I wrote this part and sort of expecting that it was going to change throughout the song but as I listened to it and gave like slight edits of these stops and letting it hit more intentionally with the drums every now and again I thought there was enough variety and it was just such a beautiful bass line that uh, helped drive that song the same way that the drums do and this was the first idea that I had and it stayed throughout the whole thing that slide at the end there is so cool because that's one of my favorite like transitional noises that a bass can make is just climbing up or sliding down uh the neck to create almost like a reverse 808 or something like that so i had all those things sitting well together and this song reminded me a lot of the early november or motion city soundtrack and it's like direction and i was thinking about like guitar parts that I used to play back then and how I could use a couple of like harmonies to just sit on top of those chords and give this sort of like dissonant voicing um, in these lead parts. So I wrote this first little arpeggio. and then immediately wrote this next one to lay on top of it. And when they play together, they just make this really interesting, um, sort of dissonant arpeggiator. And 
And I knew I wanted to, at one point, highlight those parts and have that be like the central, like most forward um, aspect of the music. And I only really in this album started exploring that more, but it's interesting, like when you build a collection of loops to play together or possibly separate, like you can choose things to be more forward at different points. And that inspires this whole other direction of stuff that you can write to. And familiar ideas can like be used as a holding spot and then like totally manipulated and feel insanely different. And I like the efficiency of it. Like trying to squeeze as much out of an idea as you possibly can. And the more I learn and the more I write, the better I get at it. And so I really enjoy taking apart and then flipping it entirely and then making it familiar again and seeing how many different ways I can explore that. And a big part of that B section transition is this arpeggio that starts to come in and become more familiar. And it's basically just doing an arpeggio of what the synth chords are doing. But the way I worked out the arpeggiator just like has this human climb like a almost like a sweep but done sort of muted and uh, controlled so this is what it ends up sounding like And that's the really like muted portion of it that uh, has this like beautiful rhythm and interplay between all the other parts that are going on and eventually climbs and opens up to sound like this. that delay on it like it's got this very uh random feel to it like uh almost like i don't know if, if you guys have been to a skate park um like i try to go every week now and hit this mini ramp and like being in a indoor skate park especially like you hear all these ambient noises all the time and like the way that a board cracks on a ramp like can be heard and it also echoes off the walls and there's a ton of overlapping texture in there that just doesn't make musical sense at all but it happens in this natural rhythm anyway that like all these producers that I've watched online and tutorials and stuff like they always say take the sequencer or whatever like the delay time like set it off don't do like fractional divisions go and like just tweak it by the millisecond and let it sit in its own rhythm within this whole other thing and i really like this arp because it sort of is a clusterfuck of a lead and can really gets like reeled in and controlled and let go and um everything else that i wrote around it becomes really foundational to support that and that texture is what led me to the second part where I felt, <laughs> I felt so uh, 
nostalgic for like these soft, hard emo songs that I used to listen to all the time. And From Autumn to Ashes was one that I think did that slow part really well. And the lead that I had come up with with the guitars that was just like that arpeggio harmonizing with each other totally feeds into those songs. And I wanted to write a different drum part to honor that, but had it, have it be centered around this one particular fill that happens several times in the song, but I love it. I just like cut it together. I wrote a couple different tom pieces and then cut those together to make this fill. And I'm really happy with it. And it shows because I use it all the time in this song in particular. <laughs> And that whole like live drum kit that happens in the B section of this, like it's just supposed to be this like sort of warm up. Like I was thinking about, I used to play session drums and with this dude and um, we would play shows and the feeling of being a drummer on stage is just, it's so much different than a like bass player or guitar player, which I've also been in now. Like that's what I have with me on stage. So I'm both. And a drummer, though, gets to, like, lean in and be very expressive with only a few different notes, a few different things. But it's like it's all about in that variety of how hard you hit, what you hit at the right time. And I just thought about, like, before a breakdown or something, like, you're just sitting there. You're not trying to hit anything bassy, so you'll just hit the hi-hat, like, open and let, let it ring out and just cymbals and, like, just leaning back and then like you get up and then all of a sudden like comes right back in and it makes every bass hit afterward just seem so much more impactful and it, it ends up going into a similar version of the first one but instead of like being really hi-hat centric and having that initial loop it has a more open like ride heavy section also that tambourine so it gives it this you know different kind of groove because you're just adding different instruments and you're playing like the top set the top layers of percussion and it still sits amongst everything that was familiar and this song i focused on having a variety of drum fills i don't know i'm really excited because my next batch of songs coming out like i got an electric drum kit and i'm playing a lot more like with my whole body rather than just finger drums on the Ableton push that I have and use for everything. Shout out to Ableton push too. Holy shit. This thing changed my life. It changes my life every day. And I wanted at least one little part to have its own, like it's a, it's a feel that only happens one time and you never hear it again. And I thought it was a good place to put it like right before the second groove section and repeat of the a section where that's like the drop. I don't know. I don't I don't know that I really write with drops like when I was first learning 
a lot of electronic music stuff like the drop was everything and like dubstep and uh, a few and you know a bunch of other genres but um i really like when it's like a groove that happens in the whole song and getting to play with these soundscapes that move you and it's not really hard but it it goes deep and i think that's and that's definitely an aspiration of this song in particular like i feel so present when i perform this song and i know that i can feel what it is to be performing every instrument at the same time and like the emotion behind that like the difference between the drummer versus the keyboard player versus the guitar player versus the bass player like they are all such different energies and it takes like this cohesiveness to make all of them work together and to just be and i'm really happy that it turned out this way so here is track number three on Past Amore. This one's called B. Oh. 